It's Monday. It's May 15th. And the word of the day is phobophobia, which means an irrational fear of irrational fears that exists. Used in a sentence, pretty much the only thing Franklin Roosevelt was worried about was phobophobia itself. I feel like polio should have been up there. Should have. I'm saying legs are awesome. Legs are are awesome. That sounds more like something Teddy would say, yeah. Teddy who now? (laughs) What's happening? No illusions. (laughs) I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 50, we... <laughs> Eli asks Rod Rosenstein's opinion on the cops who are looking for Phyllis Schlafly's corpse. And for the first time in history, France is doing better than the U.S. and the U.K. at dealing with Nazis. Huh. But first, the roundup. On the Newswire tonight, the city of New Orleans continues its efforts to celebrate historical racism nominally last last week when a statue of Confederate President Jefferson Davis was removed from its prominent location. You guys are related to Jefferson Davis. Who said I was? Who just said I was related to You, you, several times. You guys are. Very often you say that. Now, this marks the second monument to the bad guys in the Civil War that was removed in recent weeks. Both of these actions were, of course, done at undisclosed times under the cover of darkness because the number of people in New Orleans that want to celebrate the historical racism remains way above zero. After a recent round of weapons testing by North Korea, the U.S. military installed a missile defense system in South Korea. The details are classified, but there's a good chance it's just Shaquille O'Neal standing on the border and swatting stuff back. <laughs> I mean, honestly, putting the washed up NBA stars in South Korea is probably the best deterrent for Kim Jong-un, if you think about it. <laughs> and in response to the new missile interceptor, Kim Jong-un announced that he's flipping the switch on his nuclear warhead factory from regular speed where it was up to ludicrous speed. Uh oh. North Korean Lucy and Ethel are freaking out. <laughs> The former mayor of Jakarta has been sent to jail for blasphemy, at least until he learns to speak the name of Stone, and then he'll free himself. (laughs) Broad audience jokes. The Supreme Court of India began hearings last Thursday to determine whether oral divorce is a fundamental right of Islam. In one of history's least interesting court cases to involve marriage and oral, India's Supreme Court will decide this instead of something meaningful. Pope Francis criticized the U.S. military last week for giving the Massive Ordnance Air Blast, or MOAB, the nickname Mother of All Bombs. He doesn't like the word mother being used for a weapon. What? Always the humanitarian. He'd prefer that if we're going to blow up Muslims with enormous explosive devices, we'd use better wording for that. Phallic them. wording. Come on. Despite earlier promises, British Prime Minister Theresa May holds a snap election because jumping out of the bushes and yelling, can I still be prime minister, isn't legal yet. (laughs) Well, it's legal. It's just not legally binding, as she found out. Yeah. South Korea spent last Tuesday proving all the international observers right, who said that whoever liked Trump less was going to be that country's next president. (laughs) Could have voted for me. I would have been a great South Korean president. In response to the White House getting rid of a 2015 initiative for helping educate adolescent girls in developing countries, Michelle Obama, who championed the program, tore Trump's arm off and beat him to death with it. (laughs) And then she had a foursome with me, Liz Warren, and Barack. Then I woke up and did some laundry. I bet you did. Cleaned off. Did not do any laundry. (laughs) 
a Dutch still wearing those penguin pants. <laughs> exactly. A Dutch court has awarded a 12-year-old the right to choose whether or not he'll continue chemotherapy, the first step in a dystopian sci-fi future where the Netherlands are ruled by a super advanced race of 12-year-olds who demand all medicine tastes like candy. <laughs> <laughs> More than a month out from the vote, the special election for Georgia's 6th Congressional District is already the most expensive congressional race in U.S. history. Voters in this North Atlanta district will go to the polls on June 20th to decide if we still give a shit on even a basic survival instinct level. Boko Haram recently worked out a deal with the government of Nigeria in which the Islamic militant group gave back 82 kidnapped girls in exchange for the release of some of their associates who were in jail there. Possibly also some... Draft picks and players to be named later. The important takeaway, if you're a terrorist group, Nigeria will negotiate with you. Yeah, kidnapping their (laughs) girls pays off. Supporters and detractors appeared before Canadian Senate about Bill C-16, which extends discrimination protection to Canadians on the basis of gender identity and extends millions of people on Twitter the ability not to read or understand what discrimination protection means. (laughs) Highlights included a marketing professor asking if he would be arrested for talking about sex differences in class and everyone in the room laughing at him. That's what you would think that it would mean if you were stupid. Spirit Airlines was forced to cancel a number of flights last Monday due to continued disputes with their pilots. Protests erupted at affected airports, and three travelers were arrested, proving that reacting violently to sudden inconveniences at airports is just a natural human trait that shouldn't follow a person around forever and be the basis of one's assessment of that person's general temperament in just normal day-to-day shit. Honestly. Prince Philip recently announced that he will retire from his royal duties this fall. What will they do? (laughs) He didn't mention any reasons for the move, but assuming he's kind of pissed that he's married to the queen and isn't the goddamn king for some reason. No word on who the UK is going to get to help with all the swan wrangling and reigning over stuff or whatever the fuck it is that he does. The monarchy is strong. Beloved children's author J.K. Rowling begs fans not to buy pirated copies of stolen Harry Potter prequel short story, insisting that destroying the legacy left by her work should be left entirely to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. (laughs) You you over that yet, Eli? Never in my whole life. (laughs) I liked it. 50,000 residents of Hanover, Germany were evacuated after an unexploded bomb dropped by the Royal Air Force in World War II was discovered. The bomb was safely defused, so England still won the war by the same number of points. Uh, There could have been a late adjustment. There wasn't, though, but we're still keeping a tally. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some headlines sponsored by Emmanuel Goldstein. (laughs) Got sponsors on this show now. Awesome. Go to their website, forward slash skeptocrat. Tell Tyler, how are things looking? Well, sir, uh, pretty good this week, actually. You sound surprised, Tyler. That's because I'm surprised, sir. Go on. Well, uh, the backlash against the House repeal of Obamacare is kind of muted, and our new data shows that the people most affected will be dead or too weak to punch a ballot by the time you're up for re-election, so uh, that's going to work. Also, also, days since last scandal board is now all the way up to nine, so that's a new record. Perfect. I want to fire James Comey. Uh, why do you want to do that, Mr. President? Because he's probably going to find some bad stuff with Trump and Russia. You know that you are Trump. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how Anderson Cooper says it. He sounds cool. I want to sound like Anderson Cooper. Okay. I, I mean, I, 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 that would be blatant obstruction of justice. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Let's obstruct some justice. No, yeah, Mr. President, that's against the law. There's a law against that? It's the one that makes sure that the other laws count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, wait. Have an idea. No, it was gas. I noticed, sir. What if I said it was about something different? Well, I mean, nobody would b- believe you, but legally speaking, I guess that doesn't matter as long as you can, as long as you can stick to your story. I can, absolutely, no problem. Are, are, are you sure you can? Of course, because because impulse control isn't exactly your strong suit. I have the best impulses, the best control. See, see like, for, for example, what are you tweeting? Uh, right now at james comey have fun investigating me from the fry station at your local ruby tuesdays you unemployed twat see this is what i'm talking about question should unemployed twat be a hashtag feel like it should be Ooh, lots of results naked (laughs) (laughs) joining me for headlines tonight our fellow skeptic rats, Noah Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, if American politics was a movie, what movie would it be? Um, so like a hybrid of Idiocracy and Titus Andronicus, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and Eli, how bad is this movie? Ooh, uh, well, if you love 1984, but you wish there were more laughs. You will love this universe. (laughs) (laughs) You might not, though. In our lead story tonight, truth continued to make fiction its strangeness bitch all through last week, beginning with the news on Tuesday that President Poopin' Angry had fired the director of the FBI four years into his 10-year term. On an unrelated note, he asked in a public speech if Shredder's work on Russian bearer bonds. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Then he tweeted, at Vladdy Poots, fired Comey, send cash, don't tell at IRS. It might not be the most incriminating tweet he sent out in relation to this story, but we'll get to that. We'll get there. Uh, Now, this is slash was some fast-moving news, so let me take you through the timeline here. On Tuesday, we get the firing. Suddenly, former FBI Director James Comey gets his pink slip via the muted news crawl on CNN while he's delivering a speech. And as an explanation, we're given this harsh criticism from Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein about how Comey handled the Clinton email investigation. So they told us they were firing him over the shit Trump praised him for on the campaign trail. Yeah. And it should be pointed out here that as it started to scroll behind him, Comey actually thought it was a prank and... His firing was delivered to him via personal bodyguard of President Trump, who at the time was residing in his golden tower. Uh, If you're wondering how bad that is, substitute Middle Eastern names and it's the beginning of a Jack Reacher movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yvonne Drago walks up on stage, headbutts Comey, takes the mic. Gives the job to Beyonce or something. Well, at least then he would have had someone picked out to take over the... Anyway, so now it's worth noting... Uh, that the letter that recommended Comey's firing actually didn't recommend Comey's firing, but it also included a thumbs up from Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who had recused himself from all decisions on the Trump-Russia investigation. Now, 
All decisions are generally thought to include firing the guy leading up the investigation. <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure Jeff Sessions thought he re-accused himself when he signed that. So I don't know. I think it's Jeff rescued. I think it's Sessions rescued. He's safe. Give, I don't know. Let's give Beauregard some credit. Statement. Yeah. Now, now, of course, but Sessions' argument here is <laughs> that, that is Comey was name. fired because of this different thing over here with the emails. But that's hardly a viable excuse. And Sessions had also recused himself from any decisions regarding the investigation of Hillary's emails on account of all the locker up chants that he led during the campaign. He, you guys remember when Michael Flynn did that? Pepperidge <laughs> Farm remembers. He's like, she's a traitor. She's a traitor. And then he, he's like, I'm a traitor. And they were like, you have to quit. And he was like, it's been an honor of all my life. And Pence was like, I didn't know. We we all voted. No, Meanwhile, no. Hillary's probably still fucking orphans under a pizza place. Like, why aren't we locking her up? How does <laughs> losing the election matter? Why aren't we locking her up for that? Yeah. Okay. So to no one's surprise, the list of six people who were buying this bullshit excuse about Hillary's emails did not include Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who reportedly threatened to resign the following day if the administration was going to stick to this nonsense about how it was his idea and his decision to fire Comey. I get what it's like to feel unsupported by your coworkers. Noah just sat there as my penguin pants were absconded with. Absconded with. <laughs> it feels so good on my skin. And lunge, two, three, four. Okay, six. see how fun <laughs> this squats. is when I show up Deep wearing squats. your dad, Heath. When I show up wearing your dad. <laughs> hey, son, I'm all better. Give me a hug. God, Jesus. So, after <laughs> that's, that's where he goes next. That's the next step. I told you when it happened. Like, did you, would you want to escalate a prank war with, with Eli? You went from shorts to long pants. That's an escalation. He's going to go directly to murdering the person that bore you. Yeah. So, after a day and a half of Trump's aides vacillating between towing the obvious bullshit line about the emperor's fancy new penguin pants and hiding in the fucking bushes, Trump goes on NBC for an interview with Lester Holt, where he admits without prompt that he absolutely fired Comey over the investigation into his ties with Russian officials. He even managed to refer to himself in the third person as he did so, just to make it authentically Trumpian. (laughs) I don't even understand. So, Trump's saying he fired Comey for... Not finding him innocent fast enough? Yep. Not hard enough? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and look, I, like everyone else on this podcast, am waiting for 19 episodes from now when Andrew answers this, but how is that not illegal? Like, well, what's that, officer? You'd like to look in the glove box? You're fired? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's definitely not, not <laughs> illegal. Okay, so like that is a textbook, like if, like literally, like if you were trying to explain what obstruction of justice was to a twelve-year-old, this is where you'd go, right? If Andrew could successfully argue otherwise, Trump would be offering him islands and mining rights in the fucking Antarctic at this point. And, and while abandoning all pretense of legality was probably the scariest turn that this story is going to take, it's definitely not the last turn this story is going to take. Yeah, nope. this administration is matched only by Buck Rogers and cliffhangers, right? Like, I feel like I should get a. Dec- Coda ring. <laughs> it's like he's trying to run out the clock on a game of like treason football, and it, it looks like he's just going to keep kneeling it and then firing the ref and then kneeling it. And then fire- <laughs> Except there's no such thing as the final buzzer on treason. Hopefully, well, there's a button. There? He just know it's like 
Bush Jr. did it. <laughs> Not really. Like, and like, we're he looks fine. So, he looks good in, in, <laughs> in retrospect, though. That's what this whole presidency was about. And, you know, he was like, I didn't want to, I don't want to really be in the running for worst. So what can we do? And they found Trump. So, okay. I now we cut now. To, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, like a five year old kind of, but yeah. So cut to Trump doing damage control or exacerbation whatever where he claims that he had a private dinner with comey where comey assured him that he was not under investigation by the fbi now well right not only does this directly contradict public statements made by the same guy and since he made them to congress contradicts congressional record as well it would also be a wildly inappropriate and almost certainly illegal act for trump to have a private dinner with the fbi director where he asked about the investigation of himself and how that was coming along so how's the chicken also, am I going to jail forever? Good, good. Glad to hear about the chicken. <laughs> Please drink the wine in front of you. Wait, me. Fuck. <laughs> drink both wines. I don't drink. But but what's worse than Trump's account is the more plausible account coming from unnamed associates of Comey who suggest that there was a private dinner between the two of them and during it, Trump demanded that Comey swear loyalty to him if he wanted to keep being the FBI director. And and while we don't know if either of these accounts are true, we can verify that the night before he got fired, basically, Comey had requested more resources to ramp up the investigation into Trump's campaign's ties to Russia. See, this is why you don't chicken out of blood, brothers. I use my hands. That was the only thing. To be fair, I was already bleeding. From the cancer. Noah has cancer, everyone. We're working into the show slowly (laughs) as a joke so you all don't freak out. But this is 100% real. This is how I'm telling you. The odds that I have cancer and don't know it are relatively high. Happy so. Mother's Day, Maybe. everybody. <laughs> it's the kind of cancer that makes your penis bleed. Oh, is that what His that herpes is? have cancer. Ah. It's actually good news. It's actually good news. Some doctor tried to tell us that doesn't exist. He's fired now. <laughs> <laughs> now... As those seeking to remove any doubt about all the justice he's obstructing, on Friday morning, Trump took to the Twitters to threaten James Comey with possible tapes of their private conversations if he should go public. In related news, his legal counsel invented intravenous Tums. (laughs) Andrew's just on an IV drip of Pepto. Pussies. (laughs) <laughs> noobs yeah, Trump's Twitter tirade went on to explain how you shouldn't expect press secretaries to say accurate shit about his administration you know well, with all the activity he's activating and also threaten to end daily press briefings altogether because it's none of our damn business what the president and his staff are doing with their country he's like a bad vice principal guys guys gather around okay if you're not going to be one of those state controlled media things everyone loses the first amendment I'm not the bad guy here. (laughs) Jesus. God. It's like George Orwell is about to come out from behind a curtain. Just like, punked you. Ah, You you were about to suck his dick. Look at Mitch McConnell. Mouth open, eyes closed. He's going to suck it. You're going to do it. All right. So now that basically, Mitch McConnell with his mouth open and his eyes closed basically brings you up to date with where this shit was when we recorded. Now, of course... Who the fuck knows? By now, Trump might very well have changed the story again and claimed that Comey was fired because the mushroom people demanded that if he ever wanted his socks back. But at a minimum, I can't imagine any of us needs any more evidence that we can do away with statements formulated as even Trump wouldn't blank. Uh, die. Teabag Mitch McConnell. I doubt both. Eli's die. Now, <laughs> now, before we leave this story altogether, I want to paint a possibly more terrifying interpretation than the kind of obvious, like, you know, 
Trump's a treasonous criminal and an idiot and thinks this is going to work model. Imagine if there actually is nothing whatsoever to this Russian investigation, right? <laughs> you know, but because he's so fucking stupid, he can't get out of his own way long enough for anybody to prove that. Now, honestly, ask yourself, would that level of incompetence be any less terrifying than Putin picking our presidents? <laughs> it's really Damned hard if to you say. do. Yeah, right? <laughs> And in vote couture news tonight, France earned itself the highly coveted, yet easily obtained, not quite as stupid as the U.S. award last week, <laughs> when they managed to avoid electing a far-right, jingoistic, xenophobic child of a Nazi as their new president. And proud we are of all of them. <laughs> baguettes for everyone! What? I said baguettes. Bag Baguettes. Bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's As literally in reached the point. I want to fuck a boy. <laughs> where a... <laughs> don't ask. Never ask for a clarification from Eli. You've not learned that lesson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've we've actually reached a point now where Americans are rooting for candidates in our backup countries. Right? <laughs> like America knows who's running France now. Yeah, it's like fantasy football. <laughs> Yeah, so France does their presidential election in two phases, and this year, their second and final round of voting featured two candidates, and ended with a victory for centrist candidate Emmanuel Macron, Manny Macron, Emac, we're going to call him Emac, who took <laughs> first place with Mac about 20 e. million votes, there you go, in second place with about 15 million supporters was... I'm a petulant child who refused to vote or voted blank. Yeah. And in third place, out of two, was Marine <laughs> Le Pen, the daughter of a convicted Holocaust denier, with about 10 million votes. 10 million votes for the daughter, convicted Holocaust denier. So it's good that the lunatic came in last, but really, she came in second. She was one of the two winners from round one. That's right. insane. Yeah, yeah. And as much as you want to praise a runoff system, the fact that it still didn't encourage people from option C, whatever, I do what I want, is pretty disheartening. Like, okay, now it's just down to Skeletor in a wig and Guy Hillary. Who do you want? Nobody? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ranked voting. And I, I want to make it clear, by the way, that you know, her dad being a Nazi is number 602 and reasons why she's not qualified to preside over a country. I mean, you know, the fact that she was a vocal xenophobe with policy ideas from the 1600s was probably weighing more on the minds of French voters or I'm, I'm sorry, on the plurality of French voters <laughs> didn't matter much to the majority. <laughs> OK, so the election had some positive takeaways, but also some negatives. First, the good news. Obviously, the Nazi's daughter lost. Good stuff. Mm. And it was one of the bigger landslides they've had in France, thanks in part to plenty of socialist voters who were willing to support a political moderate despite not agreeing with him on everything. Like fucking grown-ups capable of understanding that imperfect moderate is better than racist lunatic. No, no. See, this is what you don't see with your fancy education. It's the party's job to match our ideas and then then we prove that we will vote for them. <laughs> Fucking hand them a rose. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. It's like you run an Italian restaurant, and I don't like Italian food. So you just start serving different kinds of cuisine until <laughs> I come there, and then you stop and keep yeah, serving that cuisine. <laughs> Forever. Also, also, if you're part of a minority in a democratic process that fails to gain majority support, the only recourse is armed revolt. I learned that on Facebook. <laughs> neck tattoo. No. Not, not neck tattoo. <laughs> All right. 
And uh, now a little bit of bad news. Just in case those final numbers didn't sink in, let's not forget that the crazy bigot lady got more than one out of three votes. Yeah. Think about that. French people, I want you all to look to your left and now look to your right. If you didn't see a Nazi just now, you're probably a Nazi. Yeah. Luckily for me, I saw Heath. I also <laughs> saw Heath. Wait a second. You guys aren't French. It doesn't. It's not <laughs> yeah, the same. majority of our country voted for the <laughs> <It's> Nazi. <different. laughs> anyway. You're left and right, you're probably looking at a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, I voted for Trump, but it was as a goof. It was a goof, guys. <laughs> All right, moving on. Even scarier than Le Pen's vote total might be all the abstentions and intentionally blank white ballots right. they had. Yes. Were you people not paying attention for the entire year of 2016? <sighs> Did you not notice when the U.S. and the U.K. held elections and we both somehow shat in our own mouths <laughs> instead of electing somebody reasonable? And you had low turnout for this? What? You had record-setting numbers of white ballots? Pay the fuck attention. All ballots matter. And <laughs> just in case I'm not being clear, if you didn't vote for Hillary, you are literally Hitler. <laughs> Same thing if you don't use the Oxford comma. You're literally Hitler. Okay, well... Not exaggerating. Let's put it this way. Either voting matters or politically inactive people deserve to die. One of them is true. One <laughs> At of least them. one of those statements. I, do, I want to go back. Eli uses Oxford periods. What does that make him? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Everyone with a period is gross. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah. God. Like pennies. Get out of here. Fat. Jesus. All right. So, bottom line, could have been way worse. So, good job, France, I guess. And uh, here's your wine back. I believe we're holding it while you guys sent the leader of your national racism party to the final <laughs> runoff. I know we do that every election, but Wait, we only have the two yeah, parties. Right, which are so the same. <laughs> It's worse. We're the worst, actually. Yeah, no. At least we no have fuck. bad guys. Yeah. And in hack to black news tonight, in yet another example of why America's policy of only hiring computer experts who could model for J. Crew is a bad idea, people all over the world <laughs> are reeling from one of the largest ransomware cyber attacks in history. <laughs> you picture your guy holding up your laptop with today's newspaper open on a browser window he's about to chop it in half that'd be clever i know actually i was still focused on eli spelling ransomware as though it were a new line of fitness clothing from j, w is that the j. crew thing r nope h <laughs> so this story is actually really terrifying and has some huge large-scale implications to wikileaks snowden manning many other national security stories from over the last few years according to the new york times Hackers used malicious software stolen from the NSA to carry out a phishing scam on our own and foreign governments. Let me repeat, the tools our government developed to spy on us were leaked or stolen and are now being used by hackers to fucking steal money from us. But, I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. I'm sure the hackers are... Only taking bulk metadata. Well, They're right, not gonna, like, right. Take important yeah, stuff, right? By the way, either leaked or stolen is like saying either anal or butt stuff. So, yes, I exactly. pick one. What <laughs> followed was a ransomware attack that affected over 150 countries and many believe may eventually steal a billion dollars total. A ransomware attack, by the way, is one where you have access to a computer, you install a program that freezes the computer or device. In this case, that included hospital computers, NHS records, and even computers within the Russian ministry and demand payment in order to free it up. 
Yeah, and they demanded the payment in Bitcoin, not surprisingly. So a whole bunch of old people got really mad at a whole bunch of young people who had to explain how Bitcoin works <laughs> to, right. to get their computer fixed. I love, though, that Russia was the hardest hit by this. It is how they're the ones that stole this shit and made it public in the first place. You know, little pig in a straw hut may now regret giving out all those free matches. <laughs> yeah. And while this is by no means the first ransomware attack, they actually happen all the time, this is by far the most extensive. And the idea of government-level hacking tools falling into the hands of angry teenagers using Raspberry Pis they bought on eBay is scary as motherfuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know who I'm blaming here, the people who created the super weapon or the people who put it on a public market with a sign that said, hey, anybody want a super weapon? But one way or the other, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Now, the good news is it's been contained by a 22-year-old who lives with his parents who, upon examining the code for the bug, found an unclaimed web address, which he proceeded to buy for $10.49, which turned out to be the universal kill switch for the virus. <laughs> so, should a virus ever use ICanFuckAwayYourLymeDisease.com... You're welcome in advance. That's all I'm saying. You're welcome in advance. I'm sure that's going to cause more viruses than it's going to cure. Just <laughs> And if you're wondering what you can do to keep yourself safe from attacks like this in the future, I have a fairly unpopular answer. What's that? Buy a fucking Mac. <laughs> they are the most expensive computers in the world for stupid people, but nobody that isn't named Kyle has been allowed in their building for 30 years. Get on it. Yeah, because if everybody uses the same alternate route, there will no longer be traffic. <laughs> said, oh, said the man who sounds bitter because they don't get to go to the cool white room and talk to a hipster when their shit breaks. <laughs> My shit never breaks. Heath, break your shit. Know. I don't know. Break your shit. I don't know what kind of room I get to go into. I might get to go into a cool white room with a hipster. You gotta talk to an Indian guy. <laughs> no, I do. I will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in, if you can't Afghanistan, the heat news tonight, the U.S. military is considering a massive troop surge in America's longest and least productive war. Uh, the war on drugs. Oh, the, uh, America's <laughs> second longest and least productive war. Thank you. I was talking about the one in Afghanistan that we still haven't bothered to name yet. Uh, going to town on Brown. Ooh, oh. I like it. You would. Operation Sand Trigger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, convinced that we're only a few thousand troops away from ending this 16-year deadlock, Trump is reportedly considering sending in an additional 5,000 U.S. troops to bolster the force of 13,000 or so already in place. Yes, these are the ones that will finally be able to overrun Al-Qaeda's massive system of trenches. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Hold on, though. Are we ready with the lumber to whittle all the spears we're going to need for that phalanx? Are we going to be able to pull this off? <laughs> yeah, speaking of historically how bad people do here, look, determined to be yet the single historical power to win a war as a foreign invader in the guy and ass crack currently known as Afghanistan, this surge seeks to counterbalance the strategic mistake of telling our enemies when we were leaving by having lied about that. <laughs> Just America, okay, I'm going. Da, da, da. I'm gone. <laughs> you hang up. You didn't hang up either. You didn't either. <laughs> now, I should say, in addition to this potential troop surge, the administration is also reportedly weighing new directives that would do a better job putting American troops in harm's way. So it's like a lose-lose. Hmm. Maybe we fight the South again? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I don't know. They have all the guns, but... 
I'm pretty sure most of them would fall for look over there, so I'm up for it. I'm, I'm down now. <laughs> yeah, if we had to. The old now, snowball trick. Now, everybody seems to agree on the problems here in this war, right? I mean, we're fighting for a corrupt, inept government with a poorly led army and a damn near failed state all along its southern border. And I feel like 5,000 additional military personnel doesn't much speak to those problems. But... Since our country is led by a man who probably had to be talked down from using nuclear force on John Dickerson during his 100 days interview, the answer is most likely going to be, who the fuck cares if it works as long as I get to blow shit up? It's true. And finally tonight, in If They're Going to Die, They'd Better Do It news, in what seems like thousands of years ago, Congress voted to let poor people die in the streets last week, 217 to 213. Yep. And they didn't have to offer up those streets. That was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Compassionate conservatives. Yes. That's, that's what they say. The bill, which reads like my Twitter mentions, got to write a health care bill, saw just a little less oversight than my god-awful movies notes in a mad dash for people to vote on it exclusively according to the color tie they wear. Yeah, you know, they, they overcame their CBO problem by not letting the CBO <laughs> score the fucking bill. They sure did. That'd be like fixing your car by painting over the warning lights. Okay, you should use an example of something bad so people will understand the joke. Not, not my life hack. And if you don't like my BuzzFeeds, don't share them. Still. I'm going to steal your car. So, what does... I'm going to steal your car. So what does reveal... And then I'm going to use it. To lure your dad out of his home, and then I will wear him. So, what does repeal and replace look like? If you guess the total lack of understanding about how healthcare works, give yourself 10 points. Hey, yeah, I'm winning. I have 10 points, too. I mean, sure. We're, we're, rich, we're, we're rich white winning. guys. We're definitely winning. <laughs> yeah, right. We're yeah, all no winning. <laughs> it's going real well at Puzzle and a Thunderstorm. I'm not rich. I'm poor. But you're white. Nobody tell him. Don't yeah, tell him. So. He's also got <laughs> cancer, so what are we going to do? Anyway, the bill... For all that chemotherapy. I think we should be clear that there's no cancer, just really quick. Okay. No, I mean, that could really up the dollars if everybody thought I was poor and cancerous. Yeah, no, oh. I'm dying, y'all. Fucking... Patreon.com yeah, slash scared. This has worked for the Christians for a really long time, so yeah. Ooh, I can't wait for that GoFundMe. Anyway, the bill slashes $880 million from Medicaid, something Trump promised not to do, defunds Planned Parenthood, of course, and eliminates the health insurance mandate established by Obamacare. So they're not doing literacy tests? <laughs> Really? <laughs> and while many who don't understand how things work are happy to see this go, what they fail to understand is without the mandate, health insurance returns to a model of the rich who can afford it just in case and the poor who are sick enough to need it. Yeah, no, it was replaced by the empty space where it used to be. <laughs> but wait, you say, I don't understand what you said and would like to write you an angry, sarcastic tweet based on the idea that I'm smarter than you. So I shall use a metaphor to soothe you. Imagine you want the entire population to be awesome. And as we all know, the best way to be awesome is to purchase the game Overwatch. Now, if everyone in the country had to purchase Overwatch, no matter how awesome they were, the price of Overwatch... That's right. It can go down. It can go down because everyone's buying it, right? Hold on. Hold on. Am I being detained? <laughs> Feels like I'm being detained. Okay. But now, imagine they got rid of the mandate. Who buys Overwatch? Well, people who are fine enough 
amount of awesome, but they have the money to buy it anyway. And that's right. People who are super not awesome and are desperate for Overwatch. And what happens to prices when it's just for the rich and the desperate? They go up. That's right. Okay. You still don't get it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe next time a puppet show. (laughs) It's interesting. So question. Has a country ever decided to just, you know, give everyone Overwatch? Did that even make sense? Feel like I was just saying nonsense <laughs> words. Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. I was I was busy writing an angry, sarcastic tweet to Eli about how crappy that analogy was. <laughs> I mean, obviously, in that case, Blizzard would jack up the price of Overwatch. I feel like you're arming the bad guys now. I don't. I don't get it. Sure, <laughs> everyone is awesome, but the wait is so long. <laughs> I need the. I need a puppet show. Is what I'm saying. And last but not least, the bill, of course, eliminates protections for those with pre-existing conditions. Now, yep. let's do the word game here before we get the tweets. Under Trump Care, health insurance companies can't deny you coverage based on a pre-existing condition. However, they are allowed to charge you more. So it's like the old <laughs> joke about the kangaroo. Right, when it goes in the bar. Except it's staying paying money for the beer, Kangaroo can't afford health insurance and has to go on GoFundMe and ask his friends on Facebook to help pay for his cancer, and then he dies anyways, because that's too expensive, and your friends, they filters out outside links, including mm. GoFundMe. The joke's not as funny anymore now. He's <laughs> dead. On the other hand, th- this will help us find the market equilibrium for preventable death, America great again. Yeah. So, that's good. <laughs> all right. Consecutive Facebook posts from one of my wife's idiot friends in Georgia in the wake of all of this shit. Post one. Hooray. Obamacare is over. I don't understand how bicameral legislature works and schoolhouse rocks was a little too wordy for me. Post number two. Less than an hour later. Oh, now I guess I get to pay more because of my pre-existing conditions. I guess all politicians are the same. That second one is a quote, by the way. Yes, the people who gave it to you and the people who took it away from you are exactly the same, you fucking idiot. Can we take his vote? Can we trade him like a a a, a baby grand for a or a baby Ruth? <laughs> I don't think that's going to do it's it. Yeah, baby Ruth would be a lot candy closer, bar. Yeah. yeah. So one more thing to add about this, uh, just for clarity, a popular headline after this pass was that rape is a pre-existing condition under Trump care. And to be clear, that's not true. Rape is not a pre-existing under Trump care, but a ton of medical treatment that follows rape could be treatments for STDs, AIDS prevention, medical care, etc. all very much do fall into that category. So while it's important to be accurate, let's not give this bill a pass on how evil it truly is. But again, it is mathematically elegant. Is that no, what it is? no tax means no deadweight loss. Oh, I see. other than the way to the corpses. But that doesn't count. <laughs> well, I mean, but when we have to move with the, the public funding for street sweeping, I feel like, but that's, yeah, that's pretty weak. No, you're right. You're right. And not to leave you on a hopeless note, if you're feeling kind of sad and powerless about this whole thing, one, it almost certainly won't pass the Senate, and two, no. you can start phone banking for special elections right now. Already. You don't have to wait. <laughs> Seriously. Huh. Just get on the web. Mm. It's not hard to find that stuff. Go. The world's awesome. And that's going to do it for episode 50. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. 
just like Taylor, Stuart, Mark, Jacob, Jesse, Heather, and Jason, Wobbles, Spawn of Filthy Monkey Men, Jonathan, Adam, Jay, Jack, Richard, Michelle, Levi, Christina, Stephen, Mango Cat, Gold, Ben, Kim, Morgan, Bourbon Dan, Matthew, and Joshua, whose genitals I want to rub against my own like they're Eli's pajama pants right now as I do deep lunges some more. Kill your mm. parents. It's going to kill them. Kill them all. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist and God Awful Movies, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. And check out Citation Needed. That's coming out next week, official public release. This week. This, this week. week. Next week. It's this, it's this week. Yeah. They we just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Anyway, I'm No Illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 50, we... (laughs) (laughs) Eli certainly meant to put something there. No, that's Trump's tweet. He tweeted the word we. Oh, did he really? And then 23 minutes later, (laughs) tweeted... Will not be something, something, but he just tweeted the word we for 23 minutes. Oh, Jesus. I just, <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's new to Twitter. He's new. He's not, hasn't figured out all the nuances yet. Tries to hashtag numbers, <laughs> tweets out single words. Yeah. We wait for it. <laughs> Three of three. Here's the rest of my tweet. Four of four. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh, no, we're doing random. First. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not even close to finally. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hurry this along, are you, Eli? It's like, I'm bored with this bit. I want to play Donald Trump. <laughs> you imagine what it's like to be that guy's lawyer. <laughs> Tiring? <laughs> I did. I said not. I, I said don't. It was a very clear don't. He's too busy pick, tweeting pictures of his daughter in her underwear. <laughs> it's actually true. That's what that guy did. It's a weirdo. <laughs> All right. It's just stop here. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are like three levels of sarcasm past the truth on Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Who's triple bluffing? You're Noah's dub. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're you're following. You're following. Now I'm riffing on you. So what does that mean? Right. What does that make it? Ace of spades. I do believe though, because that's five <laughs> levels. Because yours was yours was the fourth level. So if I then make fun of you for that, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. It's, it's just like a single bluff. You can no longer represent this geometrically. <laughs> you have to like just move to abstract math now. You gotta have like colors for one of the dimensions. Yeah, and exactly. Clicks for another dimension. <laughs> Hyperbolic paraboloid. It's like a Pringle. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs>
<laughs> that is the name of the Pringle shape. And yes, yeah, no, you're right. Multivariate yes. calculus terms. All right. <laughs> now, with that. all that calculus talk <laughs> out of the way, let's get to the boring shit. Video of me dunking a basketball. Lamb! <laughs> <laughs> and we're back from the edit. <laughs> You gotta wait till after the to kill Heath. I'm guessing I know why I don't get this joke, but uh, and why it's not going to see the light of day. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.